It's time for NRL Supercoach Roundtable Discussion. We go a little bit deeper in our quest for victory. Now, here's your hosts, Holly G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanson, and Andrew Mulder-Monorol. Yes, hello and welcome to the Supercoach Grand Final Week. This is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. Peter Hanscom's with me. How are you, mate? Oh, very good, thanks. Paul, how are you? Yeah, very good, very good. Just the two of us this week. No Dog and no Brian MS. But look, if you've made it this far, with just a little bit of help from us with our predictor and a little bit of advice, it should be enough, you know. We're thinking... If you've got to the grand final, you've done very, very well. We've got a couple of uh, tweets coming up a bit later in the show. We're going to talk about that. As we've done on the Roundtable podcast through the Supercoach finals uh, the last four weeks, we've looked at some of the recaps from the round before. So we're going to do that for you now, uh, first of all. And the first thing to look at is the going way back to Thursday of last week's game, Souths and the Broncos. And um, Souths just completely dominated by Brisbane. Look, Anthony Milford and Ben Hunt were superb. 148 for Milford, 121 for Hunt. Um, good games also. Jordan Carhu got to 71. Angie McCulloch, seven, uh, 62. Corey Parker, 73. Adam Blair, 75. A lot of players turning up here for Brisbane um, in, a, in a big way. Meanwhile, Souths, you know, guys like Dylan Walker just Moved back to fullback. It didn't work. Only got the 34. John Sutton went down injured. He's now gone for the year, just 34. Adam Reynolds, out of sorts at the moment, just 42. Isaac Luke coming through, if you held on to him, with 70. But now he's out again with um, another shoulder charge suspension. So he's not helping you for long. Glenn Stewart, 67. Probably um, weren't able to have him. Chris Griezmann, you might have got rid of him earlier in the year. He got to 70 as well. But Pete, I mean... This was uh, thorough, you know, thoroughly outclassed, weren't they, South Sydney, by a, a pretty awesome-looking Brisbane team led by their halves. Yeah, Souths just looked really, really slow to me. Uh, they offered very, very little, looked disinterested, actually. It looked like they were, they were running about 12th and, instead of trying to defend their premiership. And, mm. yeah, the Broncos, uh, Wayne Bennett, the master coach, he's, he's proved what a great coach he is. And someone like Adam Blair, you know, you wouldn't have really picked as a as a good buy, super coach wise or anything wise early this year, but um, yeah. he's he scored incre- a very good, very well as you mentioned again the other night, and uh, it's been a very consistent season from him. And yeah, Broncos looking really good. Yeah, it's something we're going to talk about. I think more on our grand final show. Of course, we're we're off after this week, but we will come back for a grand final edition. It's just what happened to South Sydney because this is a a, a team very favourable. With, all, with their buy structure, you know, a lot of Supercoach owners would have laid it up on players like Isaac Luke, possibly Adam Reynolds, but he had those injury issues, of course. But um, Dylan Walker was another, George Burgess. And these guys, you know, pretty disappointing, really, um, for you, for, for Souths and for your Supercoach team. Manly and the Roosters, speaking of disappointing, uh, maybe that's why Mark couldn't make it tonight. He's MIA. Uh, he's poor team with it all to play for, as it turned out, uh, with the Dragons losing on Sunday. But uh, they're thoroughly, thoroughly well beaten by the Roosters. Um, not a lot to write home about. Tom Simon's got to 61. I thought Jake Jaborovic kept trying hard. Uh, there he got to 53. 
Um, Jamie Lyon and Jaden Hodges both getting to 47. Hodges a late inclusion there, and Justin Horro 48. But uh, Daly Cherryvans looked like he's playing hurty, and he got to 38. Fleddy Mateo, we thought maybe 39. Brett Stewart back at Brookvale just 18. It was that kind of night for Manly. Meanwhile, the Roosters. You know, we knew it was a good matchup for their outside backs. Roger Tuivasa-Shek, 145. Hopefully you made him captain. Daniel Tupo, 99. He's been a point of difference late in the year. Three of them were tries. It still worries you every time you've got Tupo because he, the tries really bump him up. Doesn't go so well. A low floor, I guess, is the best way to describe it when he doesn't get over the line. Um, Brendan Elliott, 101. Also getting, you know, three tries. You know, the only ones that were disappointing was probably Blake... Ferguson just, just got 30. Um, but the halves, James Maloney, 69. Isaac Lou, 66. Aiden Guerra, 83. Uh, yeah. Where, where does it end? Where, where, I could end there. I could keep going, Pete. You know, <laughs> great, great performance by the Roosters. Yeah, that, no, they were absolutely outstanding. And there's been a lot of superlatives uh, used to describe Roger Tuivasa-Shek's uh, recent performances. And that one the other night was no exception. He's... Um, It'd be interesting to see how it goes at the Warriors next year, but uh, early tip for, for Supercoach next year, I think, is get him in your team as quick as you can. you got James Tedesco playing outstandingly for the Tigers and Roger Tulvashek moving to the Warriors next year. I'll tell you what, uh, yeah, you're right. Supercoach-wise, there's a, a lot to talk about in the off-season. We will be doing some off-season shows, so, yeah. But he's still got this year. The Roosters are looking good to uh, to at least get to to another grand final and he'll be a big part of it. Let's look at the Eels and the Sharks. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I thought Parramatta really put up a good show. Uh, you know, the Johnny Manor Cup uh, back at Pertex Stadium, they had a lot to play for and they, they didn't let anyone down, um, even though Cronulla got away with the game. Daniel Alvaro, best game we've seen him play, got the extra minutes, nice uh, try, really. You know, got up off the floor a couple of times and wasn't held and got the ball over. I thought that was, you know, pretty impressive. 80 super coach points. Isaac DeGoyce, no Nathan Peets, no worries. DeGoyce certainly handling the uh, full 80 minutes at hooker there. 72 points, scored a good try. David Gower had to come on early. Manu Ma'u um, went off injured early, unfortunately. One of the few US players you may own. He only got 16, but Gower stepping up with 71. And he's got that upside in him from week to week. David Gower, one to maybe think about for next year. Could be a bit of a money earner if he gets a bit more game time consistently. Um, Corey Norman, I've been impressed by Norman all year. I think with Kieran Foran going to Parramatta next year, they'll make a pretty deadly halves combination. He got to 75. Um, and, uh, you know, beyond semi Red Raja, that's probably the one player you do own, 48. He got the try, he, and he got a last pass for a try. You've got to take that, really, um, because it could have been a lot worse. But you were hoping for a bit more, probably. And, um, you know, Ryan Morgan... 61 and Reese Robinson 46, also decent days. But yeah, Parramatta, you pretty much, you've probably pretty much moved on for except for Rad Rajo. The Sharks, yeah, Michael Ennis, everything goes through Ennis there at dummy half, 93 points. Pro- plays the type of game that West Tigers and, Rob- and Robbie Farrow should be playing, really, to sort of get get off a little bit of topic um, the way the Sharks play and, and engineer through. Ennis, it, it works really well for them um, with that sort of halves combination of Jeff Robson, who only scored 11. Um, Jack Bird, who's very good on his own right, 53, but a different type of half to maybe what we see most teams carry this, you know, in this type of 2015 competition. The outside back has got the shine. Valentine Holmes looked so good, only got to 36, but geez, it could have been a whole lot more. Ricky Latelli got 46, and 
went off injured in the second half, so he, he missed an opportunity to go higher. But Paul Gallant, I'm um, sorry, Michael Gordon, 57, and Sasai Fecky, 88. Big days. Paul Gallant, uh, <laughs> uh, I should mention also, 79. Good day for him and Luke Lewis, 74. Pete, another team, you know, Cronulla, where you know, where do you stop? Even the players that didn't do well supercoach-wise could have because they certainly um, played well. Yeah, they're putting in some great team performances and that's reflected in their supercoach points. They, as we all know, they had a very um, uh, rough start to the season with the aftermath of the SADA investigation and yeah, then losing their first four games. And, and now look at them riding high in a top four spot. Who would have picked that? Um, uh, looking really good, their outside backs at blokes like uh, Valentine Holmes being consistent scorer on the super coach this year, and the old favourites there, Paul Gallen and Michael Ennis, as you say, doing a great job for them as well. Yeah, Wade Graham was slightly below maybe we wanted to be fifty-one, but again, you know, still doing a lot of good things, and and that's not a bad sort of floor for you. Newcastle and the Bulldogs, it was the old boys' day up at Newcastle and they gave uh, the Bulldogs everything um, that they could muster but couldn't quite get away with the two points. Kirk Gidley, another big game for him, 92 um, super coach points. Are you watching with interest uh, against the Panthers, I think, there with Kirk Gidley? We might talk about him a bit more um, shortly um, when we get to the tweets. Chris Houston, 74, he, he stepped it up for, for the Knights in this one. Um, Kate Snowden, 66. He's been impressive all year and just another good performance. Tarek Sims, 61. Scored a try to help bump his numbers. Tyron Roberts, very good again. Um, only 53 this week. Not as high as he's, as he's gone the last couple, but still playing with a renewed vigour, renewed enthusiasm. It's, it's good to see. And Nathan Ross, at, um, you know, the uh, overage rookie, 26 years old, but uh, 79 supercoach points, scoring a try, getting involved. Uh, it's it, it's good good to see. Probably don't own any Knights. Dane Gagai was one you might have had earlier in the year, but just 34. But um, you can see that the way, the brand of football that Danny Badiris has got him playing, anyone could go large. And against the Panthers this week, it, we could still see some big numbers there. We'll talk about them a bit later in the show. Um, in, in regards to round 26 and the Bulldogs, well, Damien Cook, it's all about Damien Cook at the moment. I mean, Michael Leach has been very good all year, but Cook takes him to another level. 89 super coach points, um, a great try. Just sped away at a dummy half. Good kicking game, 43 tackles. I mean, he, he did it all. Frank Pitcher playing 80 minutes, um, terrorising the Knights there on that left edge, the Knights' right-hand defence. 99 super coach points. Curtis Rona, the beneficiary, 81 super coach points. Josh Morris also over there, 52. Then you've got the forwards like David Clemmer, 57. Josh Jackson, 55. James Graham, 56. Tim Brown, 43. Um, another one of those teams, except uh, just Brett Morris, Pete, there with 30, but but most others um, doing the business for you. Yeah, absolutely very consistent across the park there, the Bulldogs. Um, I said previously, the form of Frank Pritchard has probably mm. been the best since he was at Penrith years ago. Yep. Um just as you say, terrorising the fence there. He gets the ball away one-handed. There's a good combination with Josh Morris. Has put a few tries on for them this year. Um, and as you say, Damien Cook, a recent revelation, a, a Dragons area junior actually from Helensburg, um, went to the Bulldogs looking for an opportunity and the unfortunate injury to Michael Leisha. And there you go. Picks up all these points in Supercoach and is on the verge of a finals appearance. Yeah. It, it, look... The dogs are such a danger team. Finals, 
you know, that that's what Des Hasler primes them for. That's what they've been like for years, even prior to Des Hasler joining them. So it, it's, you know, you wouldn't want to play against them, put it that way. I think they might match up with your boys, the Dragons, in week one. That's, that's It'll be a great game of footy because the two teams always give each other a real show. But, uh, yeah, you'd, you'd rather you'd rather be on the other side of the draw, I think. Um, let's move on yeah. to the Storm, Storm and Cowboys. And um, Kenny Bromwich hitting the 100, getting the start, playing well. Uh, nice try off a nice Cameron Smith ball, but involved in everything, really. His brother, Jesse, 63. The aforementioned Smith, 78, with that try assist. Cameron Munster, I mean, he, he looks a bit like James Tedesco, um, the way that he he shrugs off, you know, all, all the tackle busts. He had 10 tackle busts in this one, 76 points. If you picked him up when Slater went down for value, I don't think anyone would have thought it would have gone this well for you. Um, but it has, and, and only a poor matchup this week holds hold you sort of in a little bit of a worry, I guess, uh, if you're going to play him with as much confidence this week. But he's been excellent. Kevin Proctor, 63. Tahu Harris, 58. Also getting the job done. Um, meanwhile, the Cowboys, it was just one of those days for them. You know, every time they tried to make a half break, they tried to push the pass, didn't come off. But Jonathan Thurston, an ongoing battle with referee Ben Cummings all day. It didn't help matters, I didn't think. Um, he only got to 43 super coach points, you know. Jake Granville uh, played most of the game when Royal Costation went off injured very um, early on. Just got to 48 super coach points. Gavin Cooper was probably the best there with 50. Matthew Scott, 57. Jason Tamalolo started from the bench, somewhat surprisingly, 48. Um, not a good day, I thought, for the, for the Cowboys, Pete. Are they, are they on the way out or is this, is this the car, you know, is this sort of just the, the, the moment that where they get to regroup and then they hit the finals hard? Well, I think they, they, kept, um, they kept trying during that game against the Storm. The Storm of a strangulation experts, the way that they, they played that game the other night reminded their 2012 grand final performance against Canterbury where they just Canterbury didn't play badly but they just couldn't get any ball and just mm. just absolutely just as I said, just strangled the life out of the Cowboys the other night gave It's amazing, um, isn't it, that the score no no time with the ball. Uh, they couldn't and as a consequence they couldn't get up their own hunt. Yeah, it's amazing. The score was fourteen six, and you know, watching the game, you sort of, you sort of think back after and think, oh yeah, Melbourne won by twenty. Uh, yeah, they only won by eight, but they never looked like losing it. Never ever. Just no, absolutely no. It was a very comprehensive performance and gave a real signal to the rest of the rest of the comp. But the Cowboys, you have to remember, as you said, Ellis um, Costason early, uh, Michael Morgan, who was being probably one of the second or third most important player to the Cowboys this year, um, you know, was out injured. So I think that was a big loss for them. You'll see them strike back in a hurry when Michael Morgan comes back. Mm. They'll be a massive threat in the finals. I, I tend to agree with you. I think this is their little dip, and I think they'll, they'll come home with a wet sail. Don't know if it helps you this week. They might have one more down week. So your Supercoach final, your grand final, you might not get it. If you're playing Supercoach finals, you know, or the, the NRL finals, that format of Supercoach, then you might load up on North Queensland players. Um, Lachlan Coote only got to 26, did a lot of that ball playing. I think I think his, his play back at fullback suffered 
because of it. If Morgan comes back, he goes back to his usual. I think he'll be right. Let's talk about the uh, Sunday games now, the Tigers and the Warriors. And look, this happens at this time of year. A team can have a blowout, and it happened in a big way. Robbie Farrah getting to 126, you know, answering back his critics. The coach doesn't want him, the club doesn't want him, etc., etc. Big day for him. James Tedesco, 125. Look, he's whether Farrah stays or goes, James Tedesco is what he everything will go through him, like Matt Moylan for Penrith. And, you know, we've seen how Penrith have really fallen away with, when Moylan went out for the year. But Tedesco, it's a similar type of game. From fullback, he, he, he's pretty much the man that it all goes through. Um, and you look at the, the quality of their outside backs, their finishes. David Nofaluma, 111. Tim Simona, 81. Pat Richards, 78. This is what these guys can do. Kevin Naguama, 49. You know, they, they can finish it. If they, get, if they get guys setting up like Farrah did like Tedesco does. Curtis Sirinan, 53 points, another guy who can set up if he gets that opportunity and that responsibility. This is what the Tigers can do, um, Pete, but you know we haven't seen an, enough of it this year. Yeah, well, they've been sort of hit by a few injury problems and so on. Um, but, yeah, it's, isn't it a pity for them that Robbie couldn't have played that game a few more times this year? Um, yeah. a, a real shame, in fact. Um but, yeah, the, the brilliant outside backs. Tedesco has had a wonderful season on the field and with Supercoach. I wondered about him at the beginning of the year with his injury problems in the past, but he's really shown his quality and uh, don't be surprised if he gets a New South Wales jersey next year. Yeah, I think he's going to be a big show for it, that's for sure. The Warriors, well, it's just been a season that had so much promise and now Andrew McFadden must be thinking that, yeah, the guillotine is right over his neck. Um it's hard to really see him surviving this season unless they can somehow come out and upset the Bulldogs on Sunday in a nice fashion. Um, Bodine Thompson got to 54 supercoach points for you. Albert Vede scored a good try, got to 79. Yeah, there's not a lot of consistency in these performances. Simon Mannering had his worst game of the year, just got to 40. You just cannot go anywhere with New Zealand players. Uh, the Titans and the Dragons, I'm sorry to have to do this to you, Pete. I have to relive this one. Look, St George had it all to play for. They could have uh, sealed a spot in the semis. They should make it anyway, but not in as pretty a fashion as they would have hoped. Uh, the Gold Coast were very good to their credit. Dave Taylor played like a man possessed, and you know, we talk about Robbie Farrow. Well, I mean, it's nothing compared to Dave Taylor's uh, chalk and cheese or Jekyll and Hyde oh, type performance. Played his best game in about three years. Yeah, 128, two tries. He did it all. He kicking dropouts and kickoffs and I mean what more can you say you know his stats line up you know he's got he's got hands in everything Ignatius Parsi now he's a guy that's going to take over from Taylor over the next couple of years and and I think you know he's going to provide more for the Gold Coast he looks like a real prospect 92 super cage points got to try himself a couple of line breaks he's going to be very hard to handle on that edge uh, James Roberts looked good maybe he had an injury earlier in the year um or mid midway through the year, I should say, because earlier in the year he was very good super coach wise. He's he's back to what he was doing there, sixty five super coach points. Uh, too late to really help you, but um, I, I'm interested in Daniel Mortimer. Um, not so much from a super coach perspective, or he put up sixty two, but more of what sort of foil he can be for Kane Elgy. Got to sixty nine. Um, they looked quite a good halves pairing. They seem to complement each other well. I should also mention Luke Douglas. Uh, once again, a wholehearted performance and 80 super catch points. You can't go wrong 
with Douglas Pete for for next year if, if you're looking at that sort of that type of uh, work rate from a front rower. Yeah, no, he's a he's a real workhorse, and yeah, it's just what the Titans will need to to lead that uh, younger team as they'll lose a bit of experience. No Dave Taylor, no Nate Miles next year. So, uh, yeah, no, I'll definitely need him and I'll be expecting to back up for another final season next year. The Dragons, well, it wasn't a great day for them. Guys like uh, Jason Nightingale had one of his worst games I think I've ever seen him play, just 34 super coach points. Ewan Aitken, you know, some bad errors there, letting a kickoff go over his head to go out. He, he dropped the ball in the last minute as they were throwing it around, just 33 points. I thought Benji Marshall looked good. He looked more like the top player that he was uh, at the West Tigers. Got the 66 super coach points, but I don't know if it actually helped Gareth Widdop's game. Widdop got the 56, but he also scored a try and kicked five goals, only missing one. So, kind of padded his numbers. Um, I'm not sure, Pete, if that's the way that St George should play with Benji running all of that crossfield stuff, even though it comes off occasionally. Yeah, it's. Um, I don't think it, it works often enough, to be quite honest. And you know, the final score would say 28-26, and yeah, that. They dropped the ball there with a minute to go, but really, for me, the game was lost early in the second half when they were on the Titans' line for about 10 minutes and couldn't crack it, and I think they expected to. Uh, there wasn't enough um, venom in their attack at that point. Um, you know, they expected the Titans just fall over, and to their great credit, they didn't. Um, and, yeah, the combination between Whittap and Muller, I thought, was okay, but wasn't wasn't as good as I've seen in some early games this year. Like the Anzac Day game, I thought Marshall was absolutely brilliant. First round game against Canterbury, they're also very, he's also very, very good. But yeah, the performances have been mixed and they need to sort it out this week. Yeah, some of the forwards still doing a good job there. Super coach wise, Mitch Rain 81, Trent Merrin 68, and Mike Cooper 80. So uh, maybe sign for next week. Well, this week, I should say. The Raiders and the Panthers, look, both teams are gone, but the, put up, put a bit of a show, some good attacking play. Josh Hodgson, he's such a good player, um, very underrated there to dummy half. They really missed him those few weeks. He was out when the Raiders really were pushing for a finals berth and, and fell away quite poorly. Um, 98 super coach points. Sean Fensom, look, it's such a shame for him the Raiders aren't in contention for the finals this year. He got 90 super coach points. He's had he struggled to play out a full year, but... He was um, given more time off during the during the year. He even didn't start a few times. Played less minutes, and now he's playing, you know, essentially full eighty and looking great. But yeah, the season's almost over. Jared Kennedy got the seventy-five there, um, playing on on the fringes there, doing a good job. Sisawaka looked good with uh, sixty-nine. He's been named at fullback this week, which is exciting because uh, he can do anything from back there. The halves, Blake Austinley went down hurt. Forty-four was looking really good, and Sam Williams. I mean, they just refused to try to tackle him. 99 points. Uh, so in the recap, Pete, maybe because Penrith's halves never run the football, they just thought that Williams and Austin wouldn't. Well, they were they were wrong. <laughs> yeah, they got that sadly mistaken, didn't they? It's a pity for the Raiders that the Williams-Austin combination wasn't there every game this year because I think they'd be well and truly entrenched in the finals if they were. Um, season missed opportunities for a few players there at the, at the Raiders. Um, I think if you, if you put a few more Raiders players in your team next year, as we said about Blake Austin, um, but there are other outside backs, and of course, as the, uh, the missing consistency fence, and then I think he won't go too far wrong. 
Let's have a look at the um, Panthers just quickly. Not a lot to say there. Look, they're gone. You know, maybe wooden spooners. But guys like Will Smith, 78, tried hard. James Seguiara, 98. Tyrone Peachy, 66. And Bryce Cartwright, 65. So you can see the numbers are there with their backs. I thought Tupo Sopiaga, Sopiaga, I should say, looked quite good uh, in the back row. 39, he could be one to watch for next year. We need to keep moving along. This is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. But just the two of us on the round table, it's a big round table this week with Pete and I. The final week, the Supercoach Grand Final. If you've made it this far, congratulations to you. You deserve all the credit. You deserve all the pats on the back. We, st- we still have some tweets to go through. Sturt Hodgson asks us, Hi guys, best trade for Cartwright. I've got Parker, Gallon, Mannering, Harris, Jesse Bromwich, Fensum, as well as Hunt, Maloney and JT in the halves. Also, hearing Hunt is out, part two of his question, and I've only got one trade. What do I do? I've got 18 players left, plus anyone that I bring in. So minus, or he says minus Cartwright and Hunt. So Pete, money's not really an object, I guess. Uh, not that he's told us what he's got left, but with Cartwright and Hunt on good money, he should be able to trade either one of them in. Um do you, do you look at one over the other, one position over the other at this point? Um, or is it simply a case of, you know, let's have a look at the predictor and see, you know, who, who's the most viable, who's going to go the largest? There's only one week left. So, um, you know, just get me the, the, the best guy. Value be damned. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I think that that's probably a good um, idea. You know, he must be devastated about the loss of Ben Hunt, who's been so consistent this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a massive loss at this time of the year. Um, yeah, you need to have a look at your matchups. Uh, have a close look at who they're who they're up against this week. Uh, have a look at your predictors. Have a look at you know, a, a look very closely at the form of some of these teams. Like say, for example, if you've got a, you know, the Bulldogs often don't have real standout players in Supercoach, but um, they're up against the Warriors this week and. We just saw what the Tigers did. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the Warriors' form has been absolutely terrible. Um, so, you know, I would, if you're looking at in the halves, then I would maybe think of a sneaky option like maybe a Moses Mbai who's been in, in very good form himself this year. And um, you'll note with the with the Bulldogs um, that Trent Hodkinson is is out this week, uh, injured for a couple of weeks, so he's going to be running the show. Classy young player Mbai is. And he's also a goal kicker, so you've got a little bit of a bonus there. Um, and I, me thinks that the, the Canterbury goal kicker We'll have a few opportunities this week against the Warriors, so yeah. I think he's a he, I think he's a pretty reasonable choice there uh, for the halfback. What do you reckon? Yeah, look, sometimes I I I, I say, can the super coach uh, people out there, the, the powers that be, say, let's just do this to round twenty five? It's a lot of fun, and you know, people like Stir have done such a good job to get here. And now this season surviving on a, a guy, Ben Hunt, who's not going to play with a corked thigh, which isn't really an issue. There's no way that if that happened not to him next week, he's not fronting up to play in a final. It's just That's not right. going to happen. And now, you know, we've got to figure out, well, what, what, does, what, what do you do there? So that's one to, you know, to, to put out there to say, why are we play, Why do we have to do this in round 26? It's not the fairest way to play, you know. If you've done this well all year and we read out his team, it's an awesome team. 
and now he's scrambling because a guy essentially is being rested. Let's face it, you know they're not, they're not. Look, the official word out of Brisbane is he's not rested. He can't, you know, he's injured. But this is a resting, you know. Yeah, so it every year. It happens every year, and we've got to we're, we're, we've got to work with what we've got to work with. I think upside wise, you're looking at a Lachlan Coote. Uh, he's got a great matchup, but again, the Cowboys have nothing to play for this week. Is Coote? You know, they've already got Morgan out. Is he even going to play? If he does play, how much is he going to play? To what extent? Jonathan Thurston was on the Sturlo show tonight saying that, you know, they're going to play hard because they want to get in some form for the finals. Yeah, you believe that? And Coot could get to three figures. So there's an upside option, but it is a risk. The Sharks have a lot more to play for, and I've got a great matchup against Manly, at least as far as their backs are concerned. So Jack Bird becomes an instant consideration. He's predicted to go to 74. So these are the guys that if you probably stirred if you're behind, if you're looking at your matchup and you're looking at your opponent and thinking, look, he's probably got the better of me by a little bit. I'm going to need something here. I've got to take a bit of a risk. Maybe looking at Bird or Coot, or maybe going even deeper down that well and looking at a Tyrone Roberts. Even though the Panthers have been reasonably strong against halves during the year, they weren't last week against the Raiders. And Roberts has been very good, and so has Kurt Gidley. So either of those two, um, you could probably make it work, I don't know, for Cartwright or Hunt um, to, to take them out. Cartwright's still been named, so maybe Hunt is the guy that, even though he's been named, it's the first game up, that's the guy you actually sub out. It doesn't matter after this week. If Cartwright somehow fluke, you know, does get end up playing, which you know, we're pretty sure he can't with the kidney issue, but you know we know Hunt Hunt's game one, so maybe the halves is where you you're looking. But Cartwright opens up some safer options for you. I think Trent Merrin is a very safe option, and Pete St George has still got to win this. I mean, if the Tigers win, it does open the door for Manly ever so slightly. So Merrin, he oh, he'll play close. He'll play about sixty five. 70 minutes, I would think. You would think so. I think, yeah, Trent Merrin would be a good option there. We, um, another Dragons forward, of course, is uh, Jack DeBellin, who's had a, a really good season, uh, super yep. coach wise this yep. year. Very it's, consistent. Uh, yeah. Um, Mike Cooper is another one who's been putting in some good scores. I don't um, think you can go wrong with these guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and once once again, if you go back and have a look at the, um, the Sharks, I think, uh, you know, you can't go past uh, Paul Gallon there as a, as a, as a major option. Or do you he's, already he's say... Got, yeah, he's got Paul Gallon. Um, but the other guy would be Aidan Tolman. You talked about the Bulldogs earlier. He's been named, yeah. but maybe a bit risky that he's not a late um, exclusion, I guess, being the yeah. last game of the round. Yeah. Yeah, he has been excluded the last few weeks. So once again, it's one of those things that you really need to keep an eye on, make a decision. But I think you need to have a close look at the predictor, and as you say, and and see what the predictor can come up with for you there. Um, yeah, he's already got an excellent pack. Um, um, so maybe another one of the, the Broncos players might be an option. I know they're up against the Storm, but that is at Lang Park. So it's that very tough. Yeah, it's a tough matchup. Yeah, the Roosters... One of the Roosters forwards up against the Rabbitohs. Maybe a Takayaho might yeah. be a good option. Another one that's not the easiest matchup. Do see out there the Book of Feuds come out. This is not an easy round. And, and uh, Sturt, they don't make it easy for you. You've done so well all year to get there. And, you know, the Supercoach gods uh, make your life difficult. But uh, Merrin for safety, I think. Or, you know, you're probably looking around that. Or a guy like Bird, Coot, Embi for upside. Roberts for the real flyer. 
Let's look at all the games just quickly now, looking at the players for this round. The best pick, Samirad Raja, has got a great matchup against the Raiders. This is a game um, we'll mention shortly. Really, anything could happen. Um, Damien Cook, you know, what can you say? He's done it all so far. And against the Warriors, as Pete mentioned. Jonathan Thurston, it would be a three-figure matchup for Thurston, except for the fact we don't know if he'll be rested or if he'll come off early. The Cowboys have, have nothing to play for except for, you know, points-wise it means nothing. Paul Gallant, Pete already mentioned. Jack Croak is up there, as is Jack Bird and James Seguiaro and James Tedesco. The upticks, Michael Gordon, Valentine Holmes, great matchup against the Seagulls, as we've already mentioned, for Cronulla. Semi Radradri and Jared Craig already, already mentioned, and Sasai Fecky. The down ticks, Adam Reynolds. Well, you've probably moved on from him anyway. And if you haven't, you, you know, I don't know how you've managed to carry him to, through to a grand final. Lucky you if you have. Um, he's been definitely down on form. Alex Johnston, Blake Ferguson, Michael Jennings, Cameron Munster, unfortunately, gets a big down tick this week, as does Gareth Widdop and Andrew McCulloch. Uh, let's look at the games. Uh, going into round 26 and look it's not going to be um, there's some really tough matchups Broncos and the Storm there's not really an obvious option here Corey Parker he's, look he's reliable he does get a down tick Anthony Milford gets a big downgrade and McCulloch as we mentioned it makes it tough to really look anywhere you're going to start Parker um, but maybe yeah, other Brisbane players it makes it tough Melbourne there is some options there. Cameron Smith should get around his average. Tohu Harris should do all right as well. Blake Green has a favourable matchup, so maybe you're looking at, at him. Jesse Bromwich, um, you know, if this game's played tough, Pete up the middle. I mean, you're looking to probably play like Jesse Bromwich over the excitement of a Marika Korobiti or a, or a Cameron Munster. Yeah, absolutely. No, Jesse Bromwich is, would be my number one pick there. That's for sure. Roosters and the Rabbitohs. This is you know a game where both teams have generally been tough to score against all year, particularly the Roosters. Tavasa Shek, you know, gets a big downgrade. Fullbacks have struggled against Souths, but yeah, it's hard to tell if that Souths team is still around um, or are they really gone for the year. The way they played the last couple of weeks, you know, maybe they are. Um, Tavasa Shek is still starting. You know, James Maloney is still. Starting. You're not making these guys captain, but you're okay with them. Um, it, it is hard, as Pete mentioned earlier, about looking at some of these Roosters players like Aguera, Cordner, or Takiaho, Napa. It's just not the matchup you really wanted to do that in in your grand final. But you, know, you can't blame, you couldn't blame yourself, um, you know, in the case of Sturts, of going down that fashion. Souths, I think, they stay away at this point. Even George Burgess, uh, you know, probably be lucky to hit the 50 mark. You know, I don't really see where you go from there. Dylan Walker's been off. He went back to fullback. It didn't work last week, as we mentioned earlier. Adam Reynolds has been off. Not a lot to look at there. Panthers and the Knights. Pete, anything could happen in this one. If you told me, you know, if, if I didn't see the game and you told me, you know, David Simmons beat his score that he got against the Tigers, I'd say, oh, well, there you go. Like, I'm not shocked. I mean, this is that type of game, isn't it? Absolutely. I think the, um, I think though that, um, the Knights will end up with the win. I think they're coming home on a bit of a wet sail, and it's, it's Kurt Gidley's last uh, last game for Newcastle. So, I think that if, you know if you've got a Knights player there, as we mentioned about Tyrone Roberts before, was a possibility. So, mm. um, yeah, I think the Knights will will get the will get the money in that one. 
Yeah, I mean, you're looking, you know, Penrith-wise. I like Will Smith, the way he's been going. He's got that upside, you know, probably not risking your, your, your season on Will Smith at this point, but if you play those daily leagues, the money ball leagues, well, I think it could be an interesting option this week. Jane Seguiara, of course, uh, up there. Even Josh Mansour, not a great matchup, but, you know, why not at this point? If that if that's the, if that's how you're looking at it, daily legs, etc. The Knights, we mentioned as you mentioned, Roberts there, Kirk Kidley, um, Kate Snowden is the more obvious choice. Um, but yeah, could be a day where anything could happen. The Dragons and the Tigers, um, you would think St George will turn up for this one. And we mentioned Trent Merrin and Jack DeBellin already. I think they get the best upticks, as does Mitch Rain. Still waiting for Josh Dugan. He's been a bit disappointing the last few weeks. Probably becomes a bit too risky to bring in this week, even though the matchup is enticing. Gareth Widdup gets a down tick. That's going to be tough. The Tigers, look, Robbie Farrell was good um, last week. Dragons are a much tougher proposition. I think Tedesco and, and Aaron Woods are probably the better ones there. We, we, Pete, I mean, we've already discussed, I think yeah. we can move on I to the... I can't say enough good about Tedesco this year. He's been tremendous and, yeah, yeah. he's... Um, you would expect him to go well again on the weekend, I think. So to, although, as we say, the Dragons don't give up many super coach points. So I haven't across the year, but he certainly scored a few against them early in the season. I remember that game well. So um, <laughs> He should buck surprised. the trend. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he goes again. Cowboys and the Titans. This is the tough one to predict because North Queensland finished for third, whether they win, draw or lose. So they may rest some players. We won't know until that game kicks off at 7.30 or an hour before kickoff, and that gives us the plug for at Supercoach Pros. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter if you don't already because that's when we tell you before each and every game, even in round 26, who's in and who's out. Uh, it is important. Jonathan Thurston, Lachlan Coote and Jake Granville all get terrific matchups. Even Jason Tamalalo and, and Matt, Matt Scott in there as well. But we expect that particularly Scott will likely be rested. Ben Spean has been named 18th man. He looked strong the last couple of weeks and earlier in the year. So, yeah, it's uh, tough to hold host your season on the line on, on a team that may turn up half strength. At least it might be a Freeman or Dockers effort. The AFL, they're sending over a, a half strength. Literally half, half of their team is not going over to play Port Adelaide this week. So that's what can happen in the last round. And that's why Supercoach... Super coach people, you need to finish at round 25. Can we do that? <laughs> Gold Coast, um, Ryan James returns. Him and Luke Douglas could be interesting starts there, as could James Robertson, Dave Taylor. We mentioned Mortimer and L and Kane LG earlier in the show. They actually get down ticks, so yeah, probably not starting anyone there realistically. Um, the Eels and the Raiders. This is another one like the Panthers Knights, Pete, where you know, anything could happen. Semi Rage Rajra, it's Absolutely. a great matchup. Absolutely. Um, no, I thought that uh, Red Rajra's um, season sort of might have ground to a halt after they lost mm. the attacking um, genius at Chris Sando. Yep. But it uh, hasn't been the case. And Corey Norman has you know, done an able job there with Luke Kelly. And yeah, Red Rajra showed his class, still able to get some, some points there. Uh, Black Austin's gone a little bit quiet the last few weeks, but uh, he played well again. I yeah, well, he, well, he's out with the shoulder. Of so course, Mitch that's right. He's, he's back for the last round. Yeah, so Austin will be even quieter this weekend. <laughs> Maybe um, some super coach owners. He was well-owned earlier in the year, Cornish. Maybe they 
kept him and suddenly go, oh, no, Ben Hunt's out. I've got no trades left. Oh, what do you know? Cornish is on my bench. That's right. <laughs> there could be someone out there where that's happened. It's not uh, beyond the realms of possibilities. Jordan Rapana also returning in this one. I'll be interesting to see how he goes. Just a whacker at fullback I'm excited about. The, I, I love the idea of him playing fullback in the future. Uh, I think he's got a lot to offer from back there, much like uh, he's got the same build as a sort of Greg Inglis or a Brett Morris. Uh, Jared Croker, you know, if the Raiders, even if they lose, you'd you think that put on some points, much like we saw in the Sharks. Eels game last week, you know, 35 to 28. You know, I expect a similar scoreline. So Jared Croker kicking goals would be good there. And Sean Fenson, we mentioned him before, has been strong all year. I think he's a very safe option for you um, for your grand final. Um, the Sharks and the Seagulls, we've already mentioned a lot of those Cronulla players, huge upticks, Michael Gordon, uh, Valentine Holmes, Jack Bird, even Ricky Latelli and Sasaya Fecky, Luke Lewis and Wade Graham in the small downgrade, yeah. Michael Lennis gets a bigger one, it's a tough one with the forwards, If we don't know what Manly team's going to turn up, we don't really know how the game's going to progress, maybe both teams turn up with not a lot to play for. The Sharks have a top four on the line. You'd think they'll come up ready to play, but if they get the game well in hand, Pete, uh, you know, early, then they could also end up taking guys like Paul Gallon off for the second half. Yeah, and who could blame them? Yeah, you, you would expect that to happen as it is the weekend of the expect the unexpected. Mm. Um, then again, on the flip side, if the Dragons get well beaten by the Tigers, which has happened a couple of times the last few years they've played them, um, then that just opens the door for the for the Eagles a little bit. Um, who knows? Well, it's let's just, look at um, that because Daly Cherry Evans, Felitti Matar, Jamie Lyon, Brett Stewart. Suddenly, if they're if that game's live, if the, like you say, the Tigers win, then these players become interesting options against admittedly a tough Cronulla team, Super Coach wise to score against, but especially Brett Stewart. I mean, fullbacks have done well against the Sharks uh, pretty much all year. If Manly, you know, get the dry track a day game down there in Cronulla, you know, although I, it might be predicted to rain. Things have But, yeah, strange things have happened. They might not get there, but they might, uh, you know, uh, die trying, as they say. They might put up 30 or 40 down there. Who knows? Uh, the Bulldogs and the Warriors, the last one, I think we've, you know, wrapped that one up pretty well as well because the Bulldogs, a lot of guys like Damien Cook, Curtis Rona, Brett Morris are going to be great plays, but whether you want to wait that long and, and you know, then lack of knowledge of what if a couple of those guys end up um, Des Hasler resting before the finals or not playing um, and you've got nowhere to really go, you're but you know, you're sort of boxed in with that. Maybe if you've got some Warriors players as well that you don't need to start, then you're more confident in, in having a couple of Dogs players there because you can do a quick last-second sub um, if the Dogs player's not playing. Um, but, uh, yeah, we do look. We do like the matchups. obviously. The Warriors get back Chad Townsend but lose Sam Tompkins. Tumalala Lalehi moves back to fullback. Ben Madalino's back. There's some interesting ones there, Pete, Warriors-wise, but really it's, it's, it's Dogs players, isn't it, in this one? Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't touch, wouldn't go anywhere near a Warriors player at the moment. As soon as Sean, even, Sean Johnson walked off. Uh, even Simon Mannering had, had a poor game last week. Yeah. All right, well, good luck. You've got this far. You know, you, you, you've you've done better than just good luck, let's face it. But, yeah, the round 26, as we've discussed, Pete, we, you know, it isn't the easiest round and a lot of other factors in play. We can look at the matchups, but there's so much more to, to go into it. 
But thank you so much for this year. Um, we're going to do the, the wrap-up of the whole season in um, on Grand Final Week, so you will, we'll talk with you again before the season is officially over. But thank you so much for uh, your contributions this year, not only on the podcast but on the website too, www.supercoachpros.com. Uh, which you can go to and still get that info. We're still going to do the recaps all the way through to the all the way through the finals. It's interesting info there that it's important and it'll be important going into 2016 that you'll be able to access there free on the website, www.supercoachpros.com. Pete, just finally, we do have to go, but you, I guess your wooden spooners from the start of the year said the night, still a chance, but your grand finalists might pip them in Penrith. <laughs> Is oh, your no. other grand finalists going to get there? Are they going to win it this year? It's, um, oh dear, it's, it's been one of those seasons, hasn't it? it? Has. Who would have thought? I thought that, honestly, thought that the Panthers, after having such a great year last year and overcoming injuries last year, I thought they were going to have a, going to go an extra step further. But, um, it's been a hellish uh, year, but fine. It's, oh, been horrendous. it's been horrendous for that club, um, in terms of their injuries, like Peter Wallace, DWZ. You know, it's it's been across the whole team. Um, it just it just they've had no luck at all whatsoever with injury. Saud was out for a while. Um, they lost Idris early on, which then you know affected DWZ and other players around him. Hansul <laughs> um, was in and out. <clears throat> anyway, enough excuses. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> Who's going to win? Cups, yeah, I thought they would finish last, and I was looking pretty good for that about five weeks ago. <laughs> the dearest will go. Who, who's going to win it? Who's going to win it all? Oh, I did say South Sydney at the beginning of the year, but I'm wrong. Um, I've been telling people the Cowboys the last mm. six weeks, so I'm going to be brave and stick with them. I, I think I, so too. I think the Roosters are ob- obvious choices, but I think the Cowboys, you know, they're the ones that could really. I think they could really make it happen. Yeah, I think further than that, I think it's going to be an all Queensland grand final. Oh wow, Broncos Cowboys. Yeah, I'm not as convinced on Brisbane yet. I do think next year they'll probably be the team to beat, but um, yeah, definitely the Cowboys. They've got another gear to go to, and that's what intrigues me about them. Have they timed their run to perfection? That's my question. Or will they fade off, much like South look like? they're doing at the moment and I guess the Bulldogs is always the smoky because they're just so good at this time of year don't forget Melbourne yeah and Melbourne the same yes alright Pete thank you again we'll talk to you in a few weeks time there for that grand final edition where we can wrap up this 2015 Supercoach season and thank you so much for listening again all the tweets this week they're at Supercoach Pros for that last minute information as as crucial as any week Uh, obviously it's not only a grand final but just with all those uh, potential for last minute changes so at Supercoach Pros there on Twitter and of course all that stuff on the website will go through all the finals um, recap all those finals games for you that give you some clues for next year if you're playing NRL Supercoach Finals or Supercoach NRL Finals I guess you'd describe it that might help you there as well and we'll talk to you in a few weeks I am Paulie G bye now